If you haven't heard, Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Anchor podcast is free and convenient. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Radio Public and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Anchor has everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Part 2 I do not know what came over me. I looked at his beautiful naked body then sprang into action. I jumped him. I wrapped my legs around his body and my arms around his neck. I must have been driven by my own primal sexual desires. That's my girl. Go for what you know Tara. Take what you want. Hold on to me Charles. Just hold on to me and let me have my way with you. You can have whatever you would Tara. All you have to do is be bold enough to get it. Okay, okay I can do that. I whispered at first. Kiss me. I demanded in a lusty voice. My pussy is throbbing. Slide your dick back inside of me and fuck me. He took and followed instruction like an eager pupil. Grip my ass Charles. Lay me down on my kitchen table and give me a thorough dicking down. Make me scream. Make my toes curl. Make me come on your dick again and again. Let me tell you, he fucked me so hard that he lost all control of his little game. He was spellbound, completely enchanted by our lasciviousness, as was I. Our carnal embrace was so sensual, completely erotic, almost taboo. It was a combination of our quest for orgasmic gratification, sexual enlightenment and unencumbered delight, in a word, ecstasy, pure and simple. Our sexual appetites were damn near insatiable. The rhythmical undulation of our hips thrusting together, grinding against each other was mind-blowing. Orgasm after orgasm, the sexual pleasures washed over me in waves, becoming so intense that it was damn near euphoric. He was relentless to the end, which was spectacular. He picked me up off of the table. I wrapped my legs and arms around him as he stood in the middle of my kitchen floor bouncing me off of his rigid cock. When he gritted his teeth and grunted I knew that he was getting close, so I tightened my pussy muscles to add to his pleasure. Just as I gripped his cock as firmly as I could he exploded inside of me letting out a deep moan as he did. He staggered a bit as I released my grip, separating us. We both looked at each other and smiled. I spoke first as I slid down his body. You can use the shower down the hall. There's fresh towels in the linen closet. I said as I stepped away from him turned and walked out of the kitchen. I headed for my bedroom which was in the opposite direction than the bathroom that I sent him to. As I waited for my shower to warm up I reminisced about Charles. I don't remember him being that good in college. He did have some good dick and the skills to make fucking him worthwhile. There is no way in hell that I would have given all that up. Why did we break up in the first place? Damn, I don't remember. Just as I was rinsing my face Charles joined me in the shower. I heard him open the glass door then shut it again, therefore, I was not startled. I simply soaked up my washcloth and began lathering my body. No matter what Tara, you never change. He sounded a bit peeved. What do you mean? I calmly asked. The minute that the sex is all over, you turn tail and run. It is as if, you cannot wait to get every trace of me off of you. Is that what you think? You couldn't be further from the truth. Enlighten me then. I'm starving. But in all good conscience, I could not sit down and eat with comb running down my legs. I decided to shower really quickly, so I can eat. I kind of figured that you felt the same way too. Was I wrong? No. 
I was, he responded somberly. It's okay Charles, I said, desperately trying to lighten up his mood. Let's share this shower, seeing as you are already in here with me, then go talk over breakfast. I handed him my washcloth. Here, the crack of my ass hasn't been washed yet. Let me help you with that, he replied, with a naughty smile. We sat at the kitchen table eating our breakfast and smiling at each other. The aroma of bacon, mixed with the musky scent of sex, filled the room. I was feeling bold yet giddy. I wanted to talk about everything, but more than anything, I wanted to discuss what had just transpired in my kitchen a few moments ago. Did you just fuck me right here on my kitchen table? He smiled, as he almost choked on his orange juice, trying not to laugh. He cleared his throat before he spoke. Yay Tara, but I am not quite sure who was fucking who. That was lovely. Why didn't we have hot passionate sex like that in college? I honestly, did not know that you had it in you. You are such a lady, so perfectly polite, so well-mannered, so Martha. What? Martha is a woman. You don't know what she likes in the bedroom. So, let me get this right. It was your perception of me that held you back, right? As I recall you were the master of lovemaking. You always did the whole romantic production, candles, roses, soft music, massages, the works. I always wondered, why you didn't just sneak up from behind me, and get yourself some pussy. I rarely ever wore panties around the apartment. I remember that being one of your idiosyncrasies, which never really made sense to me, but I liked it. I was kind of hoping that, you would just come up from behind and take me, as I was putting the biscuits in the oven, or washing the dishes, or something. Why didn't you say something? I could have done that for you. It would not have been the same. It was all about your, can't help it's. If I would have told you what to do, then it would have been planned, so I would have been expecting it. Where's the fun in that? I was trying to entice you. Why else would I clean the kitchen floor on my hands and knees with a rag, instead of a mop? Do you know how many times I saw you bending over scrubbing that floor, with your ass up in the air, and your pussy peeking through, and just wanted to take you right then and there? It was all I could do not to ram my dick in your pussy, and just fuck you right there in the middle of the floor. You don't know how much that got me hot. Yes, I do, because we would go into the room, and make love, but all I could think of was why in the hell couldn't he just come on in the kitchen and get this pussy. I really fucked up Tara. I thought that I knew who you were, so I treated you like a porcelain doll. I kept you up on the shelf, only taking you down to, gently polish you up, every now and again. You did some nice shining. I always enjoyed your handiwork. Well let me tell you this Tara, there is nothing wrong with you. How do I change that perception? The first time that you fuck, is what every man really remembers. Not so much that one wild drunken night where you tried new things, after you've been dating for a while. The first time is what sets the pace of the whole relationship, really? Let me ask you this? Have you ever dated a man that, had an off night, the first night that you laid with him? Yes, didn't he spend the rest of the relationship trying to make up for it? Yes, as a matter of a fact he did. He was a cunt-licking fool, always saying, I tried to mimic Philip's voice as I spoke. I'm going to make sure you come Tara, you will come every time that you fuck with me. We both laughed. I looked into his eyes and asked, why did we ever break up Charles? You dumped me. No, I did not. After your father died, you became distant. We went from dating to booty calls, every now and then, to being just friends. Well. When I saw you less and less, back then, I thought you'd met someone more to your liking. After all, if you weren't fucking me, you were fucking somebody. As time passed, we settled into a lovely friendship, which was okay by me. Tara, you shut me out. I was shocked when you invited me over this morning. Why? I asked perplexed. Because, I have not been invited over here, since your housewarming party, 
two years ago. Oh damn. I'm so sorry. I see you out and about all of the time, so I never even put two and two together. I recalled. I met Philip at that party. He tagged along with one of my co-workers. Don't worry about it Tara. Charles sounded solemn. No. I am going to rectify this, post-haste. You are my friend, therefore you are always welcome in my home. You are always welcome to call me. And if you can give me a thorough digging down like, that, on a consistent basis, you can stop by to fuck me too. You are killing me Tara. What? Why? You cannot be serious. You say that now, but I know you. You will wake up tomorrow, realize that you have made a terrible mistake, and then cut me out of your life once again. No, I will not. You have taught me a valuable lesson, that, I am simply not ready to share with anyone else right now. Moreover, I am not willing to give up the pleasures of that tutelage either, so I'm thinking that we should have more sessions just like this, until I am comfortable enough to go out on my own. Are you for real Tara? Yes. If you keep it real with me, I will keep it real with you. I just got dumped, so of course, I am hurting, and with that knowledge, I don't want to get into anything on the rebound, just to end up hurting someone else. I looked deviously into his eyes as I continued, Charles, with that in mind, I have a proposition for you. Speak on Tara, I can hardly wait to hear this. You know how, after you break up with someone, there are things that you wish that you would have done? Yes. Well, here is your opportunity. Enjoy me. No strings attached. We are friends and that will never change. We have always loved one another enough, to wish each other well, so when the sex part is over, we will still have our friendship. Okay. Hell yeah. So um, if I wanted to throw you down and fuck you right here and now, I could do it. Yes, just don't ask for permission, because, that ruins the excitement. You have carte blanche. I just need to know one thing. What is that? Are you in love with anyone right now? Yes, but we are not together. So, you are nursing a broken heart too? You could say that. Okay, pick a day. What? Pick a day of the week, when it would be most convenient for you, for us to meet. Okay, Sunday. Why Sunday? That way, we can do both, and the weekend, as well as start the week off right. Alright, Sunday it is Charles. You know that tomorrow is Sunday, right? Oh yes. I know. What do you propose we do with the rest of today? Let's get reacquainted. That sounds lovely. There was no more sex that day, however, he did sleep over. My lesson started at the stroke of midnight, Sunday morning. I was sleeping soundly, a dreamless sleep. I was awakened by his hot wet tongue slowly swirling figure eights back and forth across my clit. Oh, I remember this being my little sunrise treat, back when we were dating in college. Charles used to wake me up, by gently licking my pussy every morning, after a night of passionate lovemaking. Ew. Yes. My personal pussy cat. Um, tall tan superman. I could not help but to let out a moan. I reached in between my thighs, and rubbed his head, as I grinded my pussy against his face. I'm awake Charles. I reached down even further still, and stroked his face. Good morning sexy giant. He looked up at me, smiled, and said, Good morning, my succulent chocolate morsel. Lie back Charles, it's your turn now. He gave my clitoris one final lick, before he stretched out on his back. I brushed my lips lightly over his. Our kiss deepened as I slid my tongue into his mouth. I could taste the remnants of my juices on his tongue, which added to my arousal. I tenderly grazed my teeth over his bottom lip, before I moved my attentions lower to his neck. From there I eagerly licked and lapped my way down his body to his dripping hard cock. I slurped up his juices, before taking his dick past my lips. I swirled my tongue around the head, then kissed the tip. I paused for a second, and our eyes met. I wanted him to watch me as I parted my lips. 
I wanted him to see me as I took his dick into my mouth as far as it could go. My eyes were locked on his, as I slowly sucked his cock, my head bobbed up and down, while I stroked his shaft and massaged his balls. Oh Tara baby, damn girl, that's it. His body jerked in spasm, as I increased the firmness of my grip, and velocity. My eyes rolled back into my head for a moment, as I sucked faster and faster. I was in a trance, one made of my own decadent desires and feminine prowess. I was the one who made him lose control. It was my flair that fulfilled his desires. For the first time in my life, I actually watched a man's reaction to me. I delighted in giving Charles pleasure, and relished in his concupiscent response. Come on up here Tara, Charles commanded, as he stroked my hair, and climb on top of this dick. I want some of that pussy baby. I need to be deep inside of you now. Okay baby. I kissed my way up his body, before I leisurely lowered my pulsating wet pussy onto his eagerly waiting cock. My kegel muscles contracted greedily as I took him inside of me, sinking inch by inch until I took all of him. I looked into his eyes the whole time, taking notice of his rising passions. Lay still Charles and let me. Do you thang baby, you know how much I love the way you ride. I watched his every reaction to my rodeo shenanigans. I could tell that he was getting close to completion, as I rode. I took his cock deep inside of my delta, grinding my pelvis against his, with each thrush. He grabbed my hips and took control. It was all I could do, just to keep up with him. I was his personal rag doll, bouncing wildly on his dick. He flipped me off of him. Get on your knees Tara, I need to get at you from the back. I did as I was told. My pussy throbbed with need. All I wanted to do was, come again and again, only for him. I closed my eyes. I was swept up in his momentum, and lost in my own need. I took it all in, the firm grip that he had on my hips, his every dick stroke, that seemed to hit my g-spot perfectly, and every slap of my ass. I thoroughly enjoyed each moment and every nuance of his sex, and I do mean immensely. Charles' stroke changed from vigorous, to slow and deliberate. I opened my eyes and looked into the mirror, on my dresser. I wanted to look into Charles' eyes as I came again, but when I looked at his reflection, I noticed that Charles was not looking at our mirror image, or even down at me. He was looking towards the door, so, I followed his gaze, and there Philip was, standing in the entrance, watching the both of us, fuck. My mind wanted to stop, alas, I could not. My orgasmic need was in full control. I had already started to build towards my climax. But then, all of a sudden, and all at once, I was transformed into a spiteful sex diva. I got such iniquitous pleasure as Philip watched me. I did not want to hide. Look into Philip's eyes Tara, I told myself. Let him see your lust being satisfied completely by another man. Arch your back girl, and put your ass into it. Ride that dick like your sagacity depends on it, isn't that what Philip wanted? Slow down your breathing so that you can build to a stronger climax. Enjoy everything about this situation. In that moment, the devil jumped on my back and rode hard. I licked my lips, and smiled at Philip. I felt my body quicken. I had no other choice but to give in to my primal impulses for, I could not hold my orgasm off a moment longer. I sucked in a deep breath, as the shock waves resonated and resounded throughout my body, ringing like hell's bells, all the while, booming like an 808 solo. I closed my eyes and hollered out as my cum squirted out wildly and wet the sheets, oh Charles. Charles baby yes. Fuck me, you sexy beast. Fuck me. I tucked my head down, and stretched my back, like a cat. Damn it man. Once my body settled down, Charles slid out of me, after which, I collapsed face down. I tilted my head to the side and looked at Philip once more, who stood abnormally still, as he truly was, in shock. You have unfinished business Tara, Charles stated calmly as he sat on the edge of the bed, 
So I am going to let you handle it. He slipped into his jeans and stood. I noticed Philip's mouth fall open slightly, as he looked up at Charles. The sight of Charles, who clearly towered over Philip, was astonishing. I'll be in the living room if you need me, Charles finished as he left the room. Thank you Charles, I helplessly purred. I did not bother to get dressed, or, cover my nakedness with a sheet. I simply sat naked on the corner of the bed, facing Philip. Come on in Philip. Close the door, I said, as if everything was normal. Will you please get dressed? Philip replied, distressed. Yes, I retorted, right after I take a shower. Philip ushered towards the bathroom as he said, I can wait. Fine, I'll be right back. When I returned, Philip was sitting on the edge of my bed. The look on his face was a combination of disbelief and regret, which made me feel a little bit cocky. So, what's on your mind? I asked nonchalantly. I am trying to digest what I just saw Tara. Okay Philip, can you do that on your own time? Tara, you never responded to me like that, he solemnly uttered. I know, I stated breezily. What is your point? Remember, I am good enough to fuck, but not good enough to marry. You did not want to teach me. I have regretted saying, those words, since the very moment I said them. You did not say it, I did. You simply agreed to me wholeheartedly and without hesitation. I don't know how to make you forget about that. I came over here to beg your forgiveness. I came over here to try my best to make it up to you. But this is what I walked in on? You, being fucked by another man? Philip was pissed. You left me, remember? I flippantly asked. Yeah. He shouted. Why don't you just say whatever it is that you came here to say, then get the hell out of my house. There's nothing left to say. All right then, goodbye Philip. Goodbye? He asked, taken aback. Yes, please leave my house and never come back. That's it? It's over just like that? Yes. Have a nice life. How can you just throw it all away, Tara? Easily Philip, you don't fuck well enough for me to give a damn. That did it. The deflated Philip left my home without another word. I did not feel anything at that moment. I thought that I should feel at least a little pain, from the final goodbye. But that was simply not the case. I was completely unsympathetic. Charles showed himself out shortly after Philip left. Being left alone with my thoughts, I decided to take a bubble bath. I refused to take anything about that day to heart. Later on, this week, I think I'll take myself out for a night on the town. <laughs>